welcome. This is uh, Ken Akshor. Uh, welcome to our podcast, Risk Unfiltered. Today, uh, I have the pleasure um, of having a conversation with uh, entrepreneur, entertainer extraordinaire, um, Mr. DJ Private Ryan. <laughs> so that, um, if, I, if I lose some of the professional etiquette in having conversations with, uh, with, with Private Ryan, uh, I hope I'm forgiven. Um, it's all welcome. good. It's all thanks, thanks for taking the time to have this conversation with us, uh, Ryan. Yeah, it's a pleasure. I'm, I'm happy to be here. Share right. some conversation and knowledge and learn yeah. something as well, too. Well, yeah, and, and that's 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 the um, that's the intent. So it's a free formatted open conversation. It's not scripted. Actually, I was looking at um, the throwback to um, the um, Super brainwash brainwash in the past yes. I think from 2014. Mm -hmm. and, and it was yes. it was kind of interesting. Um, why don't why don't we start off by what what, what gave you the idea seeing that you know everything is virtual as opposed to doing something virtual, doing a sort of like reminiscent uh, mm -hmm. theme. What, what, what was the idea behind that? Well, I wanted to, I looked at the landscape, you know, somebody had always liked to just take it back to Carnival Saturday where we couldn't physically do the event. And I looked at all the lives, mm -hmm. I've been looking at them and I said, I wanted to stay true to the brand of what Brainwash is, which is a DJ show. It is a showcase of international DJs. It is a place where the world unites. So I decided to get not just the local DJs, well, I represent the local leg, but get the international um, DJs who have been representing and, and pioneering and, and traveling and playing in all the carnivals and um, deliver it in a way that was different. So by, by you know, creating a tribute from the year that Brainwash started in Trinidad, which is the which is the beginning, and connecting it to where we are now, and then letting people live through every year with memories and the themes that we actually did in that particular year resonated. I thought it would have had more impact than than just you know us coming on and playing the latest hot tracks because you know everyone's we've been seeing that everywhere. Yeah. And I said, well, this was the the way to really connect everything and show that there's a connectivity to everything that we do. Right. Right an interesting concept and a nice segue into something we call constructive uh, disruption. So mm -hmm. how, um, how prepared were you for the disruption called COVID? When I said prepared, so, so it hit mm -hmm. us, it hit the entertainment industry. So how, 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 was, the, how was the shift? And in, in, okay, you have to give up all these um, massive um, international yeah. uh, shows. Yeah. How, how, what was the immediate, um, and, and we're not going to talk financial impact because that's a given, but how prepared were you for that disruption? Um, you know, as going just straight back to the video, the, the, the video that was actually taken, um, it's funny, the went, went before the last brainwash that we had, which was Treasures of the Orient. Um, mm. It is actually ironic that around the table, we said, that this team needs to prepare for the event that something happens and that the and the entertainment world has to stop. Because what if, this, let's say, for this, example, this, this was actually said in a meeting, they said, what if, for example, there's some sort of world uh, war or pandemic and right. everything has to stop. And we actually had that conversation, uh, let's say around right. September or October before Carnival 2020. And we right. said, that's true. So we have to set the financial structure in place so that there's a buffer for us to be able okay. to sit still. 
Interesting. Right after Soka Brainwash happened, maybe a week after when we were doing our postmortem, because today is actually the day I would have been doing post carnival relief, which would have been the last, the triflector of my events. It's the cool down event before everybody leaves. Right. All right. Um, we had a postmortem meeting and we actually, at that point in time, really delved into the news because we were seeing it. And and before 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 um, carnival happened, and we were like, okay, but the government has not said anything about canceling. But right. when we saw what was happening in Miami and and around the world, we made the immediate decision to cancel the all the events. We did not we did not operate in false hope that these things would happen. So, of course, now for me personally, from well, just from a personal and a, a, a business perspective, mm-hmm. I planned out how to then stretch myself over the course of of and i could say at first it was a year but then it turned into two because i also anticipate that this year and for the the, the entertainment industry may not want to hear it but yeah but we are off the grid for this year as well too as far as yeah. i see it yeah um yeah there will be no major traveling there'll be no major festivals there'll be no major carnivals and um just how i see it so in terms of of being prepared Mentally, I am prepared for it. Financially, I, I put this stuff in place. Mm-hmm. And, and physically, I actually, because of the rigors of the last 15 years, I actually needed the break. The <laughs> so, so, social, social distancing worked for you beautifully. Correct. I, yeah. I, I, can t- I can tell, I cannot emphasize enough how, I don't, because I, don't, I didn't really document it as much as I should have, but like mm-hmm. from college straight up until I landed, in Trinidad on, in January, I was traveling nonstop. I was yeah. I was all over and doing Soaker Brainwash and right. into the realm of production and all these things. So yeah. I'm what you call a critical factor because you know it's not like I can Soaker Brainwash uh, can happen without DJ Private Ryan actually DJing right. <laughs> at yeah. this point, you know. Um so, I'm you still know, the headline so, of the so, event. So let's let's introduce some risk terms. So so mm-hmm. And to your last point about critical factor, you you are what we will refer to as a key person risk yes. to your organization. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and that is something, and so similarly, um, can, can my organizations move forward without me? Um, I have one or two colleagues listening on, probably not, um, mm-hmm. not the way that it might, but things could happen. So yeah. similarly, maybe, Soka brainwash could happen without you, but it just wouldn't be the same. Yeah. So, yeah. so, so let's step back. Um, so you have introduced without knowing it, some risk management principles into your decision-making. So when you talked about, um, when you talked about having a conversation with your team in late 2019, asking about what if, yeah, yeah that, that is, that is, you can equate that to what we would call scenario analysis. Mm-hmm. So, so those are the, the, the risk management terms or terminologies around. Yeah. And, and so let me let me step back for a second. And 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 for the folks who will be listening to this uh, pretty soon, I said to um, and I don't think I said it to you, um, to Ryan, but to some fellow entertainers that you are one of the most um, articulate um, folks in the entertainment industry. And, and when I say so, I mean, um, it, it's not because of, of, I think it's how you put your thoughts together and it's, and it's representative, representative, not just in your delivery of your product, but how you articulate the delivery of that product. 
and we'll come mm -hmm. to that in a second. Um, so so you, you spoke of, of scenario analysis or, or yes. um, and so then you moved forward and you started putting controls in place to manage the potential mm -hmm. eventuation of the risk fall that could not be COVID. Yes. Right? So, so let's take that one step further. So having now gone through COVID, the pandemic, the last year, um, mm -hmm. and by way of what the experts are now saying, this will, the rest of the year, it will, con it, it's, it, it, it will continue for the rest of the year, notwithstanding vaccine, right? Um, so there, there, there will be restrictions. Have you then, because of those experiences, have you sat down either individually or with your team to say, okay, let's let's formalize what we did kind of ad hoc? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, so a, a question that arises would be, does Private Ryan, Soka Brainwash and everything you're associated with have what we'll call a business continuity program? Mm -hmm. Do I have... So so, so, yeah, so go ahead. Right. So um, I, in understanding that I am what you would call the, the key factor in that glues everything together, because remember, right. the, 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 the fan base that comes to Soka Brainwash is actually my fan base. Right. It's kind of like having a Marshall Monday without Marshall, right? Um, so what I have to do, and, and eventually, or, or, or in terms of the new era of Soka Brainwash, which is why I call it Nexus, is that you could create a situation where Soaker brainwash can actually happen, but I don't necessarily have to headline it. But it is put together by by right. my my yeah. entity, my thoughts, my right. everything. Um, that is not going to be a, a a process that could happen like like instantly. That is a gradual process that okay. may happen. Well, so hold that thought for a second, and and, mm -hmm. and let me challenge you with that. So God okay. forbid, um, we are in let's let's hypothesize. We're doing a mm -hmm. scenario exercise. Okay. It, it's it's um, things work out, so we're getting close to 2022. Um, Prime Minister Rowley says, "Yeah, looks like we will have a carnival in 2022." This mm -hmm. is November, December. So you start your planning, and then, uh, God forbid, you get laryngitis, mm -hmm. and um, and you can't speak. What happens? Um. So, so behind <laughs> yeah, that question, behind that question, situation where I can't, I'm alive, but I can't play. Well, okay, so we can take it to your stream, and and you know, you someone you elope to Mexico, but you want you want um you want um. <laughs> no, so the point I'm making. Like, with <laughs> the me, point with I'm me, I would still be there. But if, <laughs> God forbid, there is a reason I can't play. I think that would be articulated beforehand, and I will put in place a show that that would still be very magical for the patrons because okay, so, as so they say continuity you exactly. want so, so I would, to be spectacular right, right so maybe in in so in in formalizing what you guys did pretty good um it appears mm -hmm. in an ad hoc way so you 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 basically had risk management principles or what i like to call entertainment risk management um mm -hmm. principles in play in a ad hoc form but you followed you followed that continuum, right? Because you you were doing the what if scenarios and you had certain things in place, right? Asking yourself, mm -hmm. 
what what if this occurs what then so why not formalize that and and that's that's the conversation so you know i i represent terry so one of the things we yes. talk about is is simply that scenario analysis so it's not just financial it's reputational is this business continuity aspect of it right um and it's promotional and marketing and all that that side so 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 part of this entertainment risk management framework that we have developed is to say okay Private Ryan, you are both an organization, you are the organization and the pr product in and of itself. Mm -hmm. So if uh, Coca-Cola or BMW, they do, they do marketing, they do promotional stuff, they manage their reputational risks, they have business continuity plans. Mm -hmm. Our advocacy is that as a product and an organization, you ought to have, or entertainers ought to have, especially what happened during COVID, some formal structure behind them to one, identify what can go wrong, what needs to go right, and have controls in place to do that. So you have done that in a very ad hoc way mm -hmm. that turned out beautifully for the most part. Well, so, I'll ask a question. I'll ask a yeah, question. Uh, so with with entertainers, or, or maybe or Steven, let's ask a question. So, with entertainers, it's it's a little difficult because, for example, uh, Amazon could run without Jeff Bezos there because yes. he's put in place these systems. And if it can't right. run without him, it's not a good business. Exactly. That's, the, that's the rule of business. If, if So if, if one person is missing, it can't be that the whole system right. shuts down, right. right? But they run a service industry, the same with Apple. Right. Steve right. Jobs died, but Apple is still an organization that makes right. foods. right. But it's a little different with artists who have fans because fans invest in their in the talent that they want to go see. Right, so right. if I, for example, I'm a fan of Terry Lyons or Kess or Marshall, yes, I know they have a great show, but primarily I'm supporting that particular that artist. Right. So it is very it is very challenging to to disconnect the heart and soul of of the of what people are, are really paying their money because they're making a time and money investment in, in said artists right. and that artist disconnects themselves from that because then it the experience feels a bit more empty and you see you will see diminishing returns basically yeah. because people will be like well he's not even there or she's not even there right so so it, 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 entertainment is is a little trickier no no so so, so what would you say to remedy that so so no you are spot on because they are the same thing I'm saying to you, uh, mm -hmm. you are not just the, the, the bricks and mortar, you are the product, right? So mm -hmm. you can't say if you're using um, um, BMWs, I mean, you, you can't sell that which you don't have. So, yeah. so if, if you go back to that Terry Lyons or let me stick with Terry. So it's not like Terry is replaceable. So that means then that structure around ensuring she remains um, available needs is even more important. It's very that, critical, actually. It's that she remains. Right. That's a protection around. Exactly. And, yeah. So that's what we mean. So I'm going to use another term. So what 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 uh, what we have done is we have ring fenced Terry, or in the process mm -hmm. of ring fencing her. So it's and, and you and I would have had some conversations. So it's protecting um, her 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 rights her. Mm -hmm. um, or performances, how do we how do we get the most out of any product she offers or any performance that she mm -hmm. is engaged with, right? And then building for the what ifs. 
Mm -hmm. right? And so, so similar to, to your point, Soka Brinwash, well, you're a little different, but there's no Cherry Lions without Cherry. There's no, obviously, Private Ryan without Private Ryan. Yeah. So it's, it's actually more incumbent upon folks like you guys to ensure that there is that one ring fencing, what is protection, yeah? Um, and then there's this business continuity. So if, not if, there will be another pandemic at some point in time or mm -hmm. some major disruption. Some major disruption. We've lived through yeah. two already. Yeah, so, yeah. So anything is, everything is, in the next 10 years, you might see another one. Because oh, we went through 9-11. Yeah. yeah. Well, actually, right. through 9-11, right. depression, right. uh, depression, and no crime. Okay. So, and so, before so, you all continue, if I could just in, interject a point, please. Natasha, mm -hmm. go ahead. Uh, yeah. Ryan, this is Natasha Sibera, uh, one of my colleagues. And Hi, Ryan. Lovely to meet you. Very, very impressed Lovely. with your work. But uh, from a point of um, strategy, I always mm -hmm. like to refer to risk management as the flip side of strategic plan planning. And your question mm -hmm. had me thinking, um, and I want to push back on some of what you all have said so far in that mm -hmm. there are other international entertainers who have coped really well with that dilemma. And the way that I, I see them coping is by creating a brand out of their product. So you have people like G. Interesting you said that. Right. Yeah. And so on, where they have extended themselves. And um, I, I want to say there are a few other names. I'm not going to go and list names. But I think you, you're onto where I'm going, where right. you build yourself into not just a product, but a brand and everything you touch is associated with you. So if anything happens to you, people are still going after your brand. Yes, because it's interesting you said that. So, so, so the question becomes, and, and then you will answer. Because uh, I, I could answer. I, right, so what, but listen, so what have you, what have you learned from this experience and how do you move forward that, not if, when something similar happens and it goes to Natasha's point, how does Private Ryan succeed and exist monetarily and otherwise so is it are you so are you doing diversifying your products and you have the floor so if you could read this uh you know battalion. it's backwards on your thing but it says battalion which right. is an extension of the it's actually the private ryan battalion but it doesn't say private ryan this is one of the merch lines that i'm going to be launching that will have hoodies gym wear Different oh, is things. This, is, that is I, it, so is this is this like a this is a one of the on, the, on the on our podcast? No, 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 no. So, so just to the point, which is right. the truth. This is the brand. So in, in creating the brand, Battalion is going to be merchandise. All the music I produce is Battalion music, which is going to come full circle in a couple. You're going to see when I put out all the releases. Like this was all under the brand Battalion music. Look out for more. So like tying in everything to something. That, but it doesn't say the name DJ Private Ryan, but people know it's an associate. It's kind of like when you think Fenty, you think yeah. of Rihanna immediately. Right. So they, so even if Rihanna was to take a three-year hiatus, she's still associated with it in a way they do that sort of thing. And you could put things in place where those things then continue in a sense, which then gives you the opportunity to also introduce new artists, new DJs, designers, yeah. everything. Right. Um, so Caribbean Watch is is a, is, a, is a little different just because it's so is DJ. It's still DJ Pi Ryan presents So Caribbean Watch, but the festival itself, because it's a festival that basically I'm building, um, over the years would then feature a lot of the new entertain entertaining DJs that I'm not going to take over from when I myself stopped traveling because my mind might have segued into 
other business enterprises as well. So when in setting out the portfolio, which is why I am glad that I got this year, is starting to put the framework to, 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 to get those things done. Because if I was still traveling the way I was, I could not, you know, like slow down a bit to then plan the continuity uh, when 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 this aspect of it then is is well I deal but I deliberately roll it back. Okay, all right. So so then you are by way of using risk management terminology, you are doing two things. You are developing um, a, a business continuity framework, which is like building out your brand and and, yes. and diversifying. Um, mm -hmm. Which is good. Uh, one one recommendation or suggestion might be to have that uh, formalized and structuralized and 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 set in in, in yeah. sort of a template form. Because oftentimes, what happens, uh, Ryan, is that we we sit down, we brainstorm, and if it goes well, fine. If it goes bad, brainstorming turns into finger pointing, right? Yeah. So 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 as and 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 so I use the term haddock, but. You are you are touching all of the main points one would consider in running um, a risk intelligent organization, and you're doing it, you know, informally. Um, and so, by building out that structure around you, uh, that needs to be needs to be formalized. And and you yes. you you will get to there because two things coming out of this conversation is you don't only do you mentioned the word post mortem. You don't only mm -hmm. do post mortems or causal analysis when things go bad. In the outside world, when there's a super successful event, you do a post-mortem as well. Yeah, fact, anyway. Exactly, why did we do so well? So that could be um, mirrored or piggybacked upon. Correct, right? you, you extract so, the strong parts and then you, you exactly. correctly buffer the weak parts. Yeah, you know, hey, listen, I, I think we, we need, we, one of your diversification conversations <laughs> maybe about getting into lecture in your risk management space, you know. <laughs> Um, so, oh, by the way, we have created an, enter an entertainment risk management um, workshop. But we'll okay, see, nice. We'll, we'll talk about that. Um, we'll talk about that later. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, Great. so what um, what have you not done in retrospect mm -hmm. that you could have done to be better prepared for this this dumb time? What did I not do? It's an interesting question. Uh, because I already had, I, I was planned, I like, I had planned for there not being a COVID and for, you know, everything to, 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 to be at a standstill. So it's actually, there was, there were two plans. So if Brainwash had to roll out, um, we already had the themes and how we were going to execute everything over the years. So that was already, you know, in motion, but mm -hmm. then it's doing at a standstill, you know, I'm now in the process of, of planning out how events from small scale to, to back to where it is could could possibly happen. To be prepared. Hmm. So if this extends into 2022, what then? Yeah. If this current environment, God forbid, extends into Carnival 2022. Mm -hmm. I would already, I would already be um my my portfolio, you'd see that it will be it will be I my presence in the entertainment world exists I, I mean because i'm a unique case like it exists through the mixes it exists right. through the productions because it's it's private ryan presents this and they hear the songs and they'll hear you know the productions they like it it will exist through the merch it will exist through um live streams which is another big thing for djs so presence wise your name still exists in different in different forms mm -hmm. and people could like one or the other they can like they could like the merch or they could like the mixes or they could like the lives they could like all three 
Um, so for me, it's about is about for, for the entertainment portfolio side of things, because of course, diversification is also about putting things in place or using, let's say, any resources you may gain and putting them into other businesses that are not affected, so that are, that are also separate and apart from your entertainment right. side of things. So right. you want to make sure that that even if entertainment comes to a grand halt, you have other things going oh, that, that 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 exactly. So that that's what you that's what most entrepreneurs because we mentioned people like like the Jay Z's, Rihanna's. Rihanna hasn't made an album in years. She hasn't right. made an album maybe in five years now, right? But right. she's still extremely relevant, and she found a business that actually made her even wealthier. So she, yeah. she <laughs> and but when yeah. she comes back to music, she's gonna do phenomenal. She is gonna she's because her fans are waiting, they're hungry for it. So in looking at those kind of business models and seeing how they operate as well too, you know, you see where where even in this industry, because the carnival industry presents um, a, a very unique cycle that doesn't exist in other in other genres. It's like we have a year cycle. Other genres don't operate by those confines because they don't have they're not making their music for a festival. Right. And they don't become irrelevant after a year. <laughs> they're not forced. You think that to make still it. happens though in the soca industry? You think folks yes, are definitely. So what, so what, what is required for them to come out of that mindset that I'm making music for, for, for just for the carnival. And it's not just Trinidad carnival. It, it's, it's the other carnivals, it but it's right. so the music it's a cycle. For more carnival than for a wider airplay or audience. Um, well, it's, it's kind of a, it's, it's, it's a catch 22 because the reality of it is what makes the festival magical is the fact that every year we have new music to play and we we need certain types of songs to make you know people move and dance and and enjoy themselves as happy music but there is also a, a a thing where we can make music for the world so for for, for example for me the approach that i i took to to production on the stamp that i want to make um, is to actually showcase how we can make global music but still make it party music for carnival so Feel the love, and even um, um, can't take my joy with Terry, and and keep jamming on with Kess, and all those things that I did this year actually are dual purpose. I could sit down and listen to it, and I could still go out and, and dance to it. That's what Calypso did. Calypso is still popping. Like when you listen to the, the classics, David Rudder, Lord Nelson, yeah. they actually yeah. had concepts in their songs that still resonate. The people danced it. Yeah, but it's not tied to a particular carnival. Right, it's just good music. Okay, so what would you then say? So there are entertainers who I'm not going to use the word fortunate mm -hmm. because that that would imply there was no planning on your side. Yeah. Um, so I'm not going to use the word as fortunate as as you are, um, because if there aren't, if you don't have something, a plan in place, then you become um, a victim of the circumstances. Yes. Right? So, so it's like uh, so. A good analogy about risk management is like an airbag in a vehicle. It's not going to mm -hmm. prevent the bad things from happening, but mm -hmm. it will reduce the impact when those bad yeah. things happen. So what would you then say to those entertainers who were more impacted because of COVID? What, 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 um, what guidance would you offer? And it may be very um, simple, but because there are some, there are many who mm -hmm. are more impacted. Well, and of course, many. it's financially, right? Yeah, many. Um, the ones who went on the in the higher earning bracket, um, because remember also, again, which is why it's good things like this are important. When you're in a higher earning bracket, um, or, or you have a hit song, and a hit takes you all over the place, every fed, right. every every you know, you start to travel. But you see, the thing is, we live in a bubble, thinking that people, the carnival world, did not think 
that carnival would come to, to a stop. They, that blindsided, that yes. blindsided, not just the entertainers, the blindsided, the carnival world. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. what you find is, is that a lot of artists, they used, they didn't pay attention to their business. So look, 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 look at little things like this. They didn't pay attention to their streaming. Mm -hmm. They didn't pay attention to their maybe production contracts. They didn't pay attention to maybe, maybe we should have incentivized our songs and, and, and sold yeah. merchandise. Yeah. Maybe we, and maybe, and, but now you see that they, that that those things have now it's it's gonna cause a, a domino effect now when carnival comes back and you're in the era now of the creator not the promoter right, right. Yeah. and what is yeah. happening and what you saw there with the virtual shows is going to be the rise of the artists taking control of their own shows now yes Marshall and, and was the first to do it then Kes came along but you see that there is now an interest in the other shows so like. When Nadia does her show now and Voice does a show and Second Star shows come back and people remember what they saw during the say that was a good show for the for for when we were, when we were at home. I'm gonna go to that show. I'm gonna support this artist, not artist. They've just cut out the middleman in a sense because they they're not taking they they're not doing their own shows. Right. You know, so so you're gonna see you know innovation is going to is going to start to make the the wheels of carnival turn in in that sense. On the other end, I don't know. I can't speak for NCC, who has disappointed a lot of people apparently, right. um, because they didn't seem they seemingly didn't do anything. But but everyone else seemed to like really put time and effort into making at least something. Yeah. It feel like that. Um, so it's gonna be up to the the innovators and creators. In terms of the buffers, um, what I would advise is that financial responsibility and planning, um, understanding that that that. Things like this can happen. I think they're not going to make that mistake again, though. I, I should hope not. Well, well no, um, they will. They will. <laughs> yeah, they will. Yeah. And, and 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 that's the unfortunate part of all of this. So, um, so you know, I would have done work with with certain um, individuals or clients, and, mm -hmm. and and at the end of it, I would say to them, all I can do is suggest and advise. You are then mm -hmm. left left onto your own decision making. Yeah, but but going back to to those who would have feared better than some unfortunately most of them and this is this is the beautiful thing about what we do and i think why we are successful in doing it it is it goes back to our old analogy it's better to have a gun and not have to use it than want to use it and not have it yeah mm -hmm. so if we talk about the return on investment in the conversation we're having now about um ring fencing uh private trial, mm -hmm. um doing scenario analysis that you would have called um, um, what is. And some folks, when they're doing their planning exercise, their, their, their reference point is only their past experiences. So this bad thing would have happened. So let's, let's, let's prepare for that. Or uh, what about ism, which is, well, what about this? Or what about that? that that's their risk identification process that is mm -hmm. what can go wrong conversations and that will work for a time right but the most difficult thing as COVID has taught most folks and hopefully um via these conversations uh, more more folks than than normally would have listened to us um mm -hmm. it's not the things that you know that's going to hurt you is that which you don't know or which you think may not happen COVID is a prime example of that Right. Correct. And so, so as you, um, and it's the same kind of conversation I have with Terry and, and, and the rest of the folks who might be listening is, okay. so in, in your case and in the case of, of many entertainers, it, there needs to be 
what I call that structure. So there needs to be a planning exercise, similar to the ad hoc events that you had back in November or so 2019, mm -hmm. that says, you know, what if something bad happens? Those are the conversations all, all, all entertainers must have with themselves. Because yeah. it, it may not be as bad as a pandemic, but it could be something within your in your world. It could be as simple as it could be as simple as you as you you spreading your hand. Right. Before you go on or you having a bad song and nobody's playing your friggin' sound, right? So mm -hmm. there is there is unknowns, some knowns, but there aren't. So part of what we do, and it's again going using cherries as an example, it's the same thing. It, it's it, we're not planning for what we know can happen. We're building a structure for the what ifs, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, and then using that, so it's not just the bad things. It's coming out of that deep dive. Is where are the other opportunities? Speaking to what you are mm -hmm. jumping on, what you talked about rebranding and and diversifying and going to other stuff. Mm -hmm. So one of the things that I have discussed with her and this other person who wants wants to jump on board uh, to get my assistance is something I like to call corporatizing. Mm -hmm. So let me ask you this question. Um, why is it so difficult in, in, in Trinidad and Tobago? And we have some tough performers, and I'll include you as a mm -hmm. tough entertainer, that the, the corporate world is, is not attaching themselves to our major entertainers like you. Why aren't you on the ambassador for, you know? Um, it's one of the, one of the big local. Right? Yeah, yeah. Bungie, I know. I know Bungie has as, um, but it's not a Trinidad product. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's not a Trinidad product. Some, some, exactly. some were, were attached by, uh, so, by, so by what, other, what, uh, one of one of the the conversations that needs to be had, and um, I'm planning on having that conversation is bringing um, the corporate, the Trinidad corporate world into a conversation with some of the leading entities and say, well, what's missing? Why is it then that we're not using our brand, our leading ambassadors, and marrying? You know what they do and think, selling your product. I think behind not, the scenes, I'm not just by jingles. I'm not just talking jingles. Yeah, and I know on a bigger scale right. because look, look at what um you know it's funny um Caribou, local beer, and I'm not saying anything against it, but they brought Chancia in from Jamaica. Exactly. You know, and yeah. and we have ambassadors here, but you know, yeah. I guess they were going for the the world, well, the, the broader Caribbean appeal. But you know, the, the, the sad thing is, is that we have so many artists here that. Marshall you know, has Caribbean Marshall, appeal. Exactly, Marshall has Caribbean appeal okay. as well. So there we, you go. We, we may guess, and I may have some ideas to why, but why isn't that not happening more? So what, and that's a kind of rhetorical question because we wouldn't yeah, get it, 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 it is, it is an interesting though, That should be on your, your opportunity list. Yeah, it's not to say I haven't been approached, not like people are now starting to ask questions, right? So like yeah. they want to know how, they can get involved and 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 work because in the any 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 in the in the time space I did do some work I did something with Digicel I did and those are just short frame things I did right. things with uh with with Angus Turo but on the broader scale you know now they're looking at it's okay so how do we if we're in this space how do we align and make things happen on a bigger scale especially in a lead up for and that's the kind of conversations I want to have exactly I I'm looking at. Um, not just doing jingles or a mix, you know, those yeah, things no, are, are no, done. That era to me is... <laughs> that's dead. That, yeah. that, so that's, that's why dead. I said those things. And, and so how do we then get that part of the, um, 
the the culture um and it's, it's not just about carnival or they're putting up the 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 um the billboards and all those things yeah uh the the you know the um the gifts and and and, and things like uh -huh. that so that's the so when we speak about entertainment risk management it's it's not just identifying what can go wrong it's also part of the conversation is what needs to go right what aren't we doing what aren't you doing that that you could be doing um, I think I think it, it comes down to a bit of lack of knowledge as well too because sometimes yeah. sometimes yeah. Um, artists and their managers their teams don't know how to tap into that space so ah. sometimes the people who who are good at those things are not they're not aligned to the right people so the artists are not yeah you know but they were driven by performance they were blindsided they're blind by having the big hustle being in all the all the big bets yeah. I am now on the radio. And I'm yeah. going to travel, but then they missed the whole other big picture over here, yeah. which was yeah. um, endorsements and and monetizing and street and yeah. like a lot of like like sync deals. Like, how do I get my song placed in an international ad or, or, or sitcom? Or because remember, we you're dealing with a large streaming world, and they're always looking for songs like they could put in in places, and that's how songs get big because it gets featured yeah. on on some some big. Yeah. You never know, you, your song might be featured in. in 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 like like maybe Bridgerton or something like that, and yeah, and then it's like, wow, that is the biggest show now, and Asuka, and then that now takes that song and catapults and creates the next international Asuka hit. Right, these are the kind of right. these are the so, kind of so that's the kind of thought processes that we need to have. But you see, so 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 that is that cannot be just mere luck. So yes, somebody might hear a song and jump on it, but there must be in the absence of that luck. And I call it mm -hmm. lucky things that, you know, your song played somewhere and some big ad person hears it. So other than those extremes, mm -hmm. what planning processes or what, what, what documented, what, what, what does your strategic plan have in place to do that, which we are speaking about now? So, so I oftentimes say, if you can't think it, you can't act on it. So mm -hmm. okay, these are the potentials. These are the opportunities. Right. So it's not, again, it's not just these are the bad things can happen. These are the risks we need to, you know, try and manage. But these are the opportunities that we need to. You have to see both sides of it. They must, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They, they go yeah. hand in hand. They go hand in they're, hand. Inseparable, yeah. Mm -hmm. And 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 not most of the folks in the entertainment space aren't thinking along those lines. No, they're not. And I know this, right? Yeah, I, I I see it. I I see it. Yeah. I see it. Yeah, so it's like also, I mean, especially if the song is a big hit for Carnival, that's just it. I'm up on stage. It's not just, it's not that they're not planning, yeah, and doing the, what I like to call the what, what about ism. So those, mm -hmm. yeah. but that's only because it has happened to them in the past. So I'm cognizant of that, right? Yeah. Um, so, you have to make moves that shift the landscape. That, right. like, that's how so I, I, I like to operate yeah. like that. It cannot be Maybe just on my past experience. Good mm -hmm. or bad, I cannot rely on that because experiencing and of itself, as the folks listening would have heard me say, can and is a risk unto itself, mm -hmm. right? So it, it's, how, it's how do you then do that future-proofing? How do others private Ryan right. future-proof himself while simultaneously ring-fencing himself? Right. And, and that's by taking, and again, it's kind of like what we said. So you take all the good elements that you have, yeah. you know, yeah, and like even knows. this pause, this pause is now creating what I would call the post-COVID era. The post-COVID era is going to be very different to what happened before. Pre, right. like, I, I, yes, entertainment will come out. Yes, Carnival will come back and all these things. But this is a grand opportunity for the industry as a whole 
to really sit down and really think what is it we're trying to accomplish here when we are able to when we are able to to, to gradually come back to where we're well, who's to gonna be. drive that who's well gonna you know I, it's gonna come down it's gonna come down to that's what i said when the era of the creators and unfortunately and it's the a followers where they, they, somebody's gonna have to see someone do it first and then yeah. you'll start to see yeah. how people how people go it's 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 just how the, the, the nature of uh, the unfortunate nature of, of some of the things that, that happen. It's kind of like, let's say, for example, no one would have thought, um, like, look, 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 the uh, I mean, you talked about it. Uh, Marshall did alternative concept, he did Marshall Monday, and then it, then everyone started to then say, Hey, I could do my own show. <laughs> and some tried and failed, some tried some, and failed. Yeah, 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 but 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 it, it, it is a thing where, where you like, uh, in terms of creating the machine that can make these things happen, remember what it's it's not a, a one-man show there, it's like a machine, you like you could yeah. create these things, but I'm seeing it. And then we're also in the era of social media. How do you capitalize on yeah. the TikTok? I mean, because you could because you could analyze demographics as well. You, there's a certain demographic that 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 actually uh, takes TikTok more seriously than Instagram. Yeah, and, and you have and, and, and Twitch as well. Placement, and, you and know. Twitch. Don't forget Twitch. Yeah, and Twitch. Twitch is yeah. big. Twitch is huge. Yeah, Twitch is huge. If you if you are you're a DJ right now, Twitch is the place to be. Well, look at that. And I'm not DJ, but I created. I have a Prime account, and I opened up an account for Twitch. I right, Twitch. Twitch is is where it's happening right now. I'll be yeah. on Twitch and, and it's all about demographics. So you mm -hmm. have the Gen Zs and the Millennials, and 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 so mm -hmm. and there's no one cap that fits all. So you need no. to find a way, and that's all about doing that future proofing, and that mm -hmm. ring sensing that I'm talking about. Okay, well, what's your plan to reach that audience and this audience? Right, so what is it? How do I, I get, and, and that's, so that's the question. Well, for me, it goes back to, as I said, um, part of the continuity is that, that now people are, are hearing the word private, the name Private Ryan, um, even the logo dropped the name DJ. It, it actually just says Private Ryan now. Right, um, good for you. It's private, yeah, because- so Maybe you now like we should be General Ryan, you know, this private thing, I think you're way past, <laughs> way past that you know <laughs> way past the and, practice um, so maybe yeah yeah so so in, in terms of, of of centralizing you know into into a hub where your brand is powerful in different ways and and you can you can touch you can touch different people around the world in different ways also um you know stepping into the production world and being able to create a sound that is now the future sound of soca as well too mm -hmm. and being one of the pioneers of, of a sound of soca um mm -hmm. which is another thing as well too which then now comes because remember there's connectivity behind and this is just the entertainment side of things right that now that leads into what is the future of soccer brainwash with all those things and i could tie i could tie all those things into soccer brainwash as well because right. now i have a place where everybody comes you know this high energy happiness themed event but you can tie in the productions, you could tie in, you know, the DJing aspect of yourself. Yeah. I've evolved, like I'm actually delivering and talking in my own sets as well, which was something I wasn't doing before as much yeah. as this used and to that was one of my criticisms of you, the very first. Yeah. <laughs> so you had a mic no, person, no. you had a high person, and it was <laughs> in Florida. And I'm saying, but this is his gig. Why, yeah. is, why is this other person? So it's, I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's good to see you step out of your comfort zone. <laughs> And, and an expansion. Which is why I'm glad that I, I paused. I, the, I, am, I am one of those people that, um, 
I I I I don't I I wish COVID never happened, but I'm happy it did at the same time. I wish because yeah, I do, I don't wish obviously I don't wish for people to get sick and die and because I'm going through that with my my aunt right now. She's still very sick. Um, she has a road to recovery after having it. Um, so you know, obviously, it's not something I really I'm happy but with. A crisis, um, a crisis is a terrible thing to waste. Yeah, and so but, what but, you are what you what you have demonstrated and demonstrating is that this crisis was an opportunity. It is. And it and, you just have and, to and, grab and, it. And I can speak to that as well. Um, we have some folks, before I forget and we wrap up, um, mm -hmm. anyone who's listening, I see um, Anisha, Kevin, um, Charlene, do you guys have any? Speak now because it's not, you know, it, <laughs> he's, he's like he's like the, uh, the Jay-Z of, of the Trinidad and Tobago, you know, you just can't approach him and, well, he is approachable, <laughs> but... Uh, I'm approachable, if you call him <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Ryan, yeah, yeah, so... Ryan. Can you, you hear me? Other than, but yes. I have a, yeah, a yeah. picture with him. Anyone yeah, has so a Ryan, first, for, um, first for... and foremost, it is a is a pleasure. Um, so my question is: so since you talked about, um, and, and to to my dad's point there, um, you know, crisis is a terrible thing to waste. So when you look at how you've been able to adapt in this crisis, right, and you think about all the things that you've been talking about, how you saw it coming and were able was able to pivot to say, you know what, I'm gonna cancel all of these, these uh, uh, FETs or whatever the case may be to where it doesn't impact me from a negative standpoint, right? The negative of it is obviously, hey, I want to put this on, but given the fact that COVID has come into place, we have to keep those things in mind in terms of safety and things of that nature, mm -hmm. right? So when you've made those pivots, you've made those switches to, where, to a point where you're able to capitalize on that, how do you then duplicate that same thought process in your peers? i.e. the people that you work with, because it's always great to see someone else doing something that you have a connection with. So i.e. you work with Cash, you work with, with Terry, whatever the case may be. Mm -hmm. There may be some people in that same industry that don't, that's not thinking like that or has not taken the bull yep. by the horns and said, you know what, this is, this is a great opportunity for me to not only further my career, but put myself in a position where come post-COVID, I now have another stream of, i.e. income or another way to get toward the masses. So how do you as, you, you obviously, you have a voice now, of one of the biggest voices in the industry. How do you then duplicate that to say, hey, this is what I've been doing. Um, this is something that you should emulate, right? And, I, and obviously you can't exactly. lead them to the water, but right. you can also you just bring, give them the information. How do you bring others along this journey of, of right. acceleration and diversification? Right. If you can, that is. Right. Well, first, 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 first thing is by coming and doing things like this. Ah! <laughs> true. True. That's, that's true. Very true. So, oh, by the way, uh, somebody remind me for, for, uh, for Ryan to plug for Risk Unfiltered before we have him sign off. But yeah. What, um, so, so like doing things like this, um, doing the interviews and, and actually being, it, it's interesting because I like, you know, I like doing interviews that, that ask me different questions as opposed to how did I start, which I've answered many times before. Yeah, right. I don't, I don't, right. So I, I I've answered right. those questions. And so like asking me these questions actually tapped into my mind uh, at this point in time, which is important because that's where that is the driving force behind the decisions that are being made. If they, if someone wants to understand where I'm at, um, no. Um, I also try to empower the artists by, by working with them. So for, for me, this, this season was a season where, you know, I, I'm aware of my brand. I'm aware what I can do. But I didn't charge the artists to, to produce their songs this year. I, 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 I produced those songs and I, I had it 
and I went to them and I said, this is the song that you sing. And, mm -hmm. and I think that you will penetrate and you'll do well. And I did that for everybody across right. the board. Yeah. And they now are in a situation where they are still relevant and they say, okay, so then now I'm, I'm, I'm here and I, I have a stepping stone to now go on and, and like even make, even if they don't work with me, like on another song, whatever, but now they, they, they had a platform because Terry's song was played on the radio, Ufon's song was playing, all mm -hmm. these people, and they, there's no stream there for them. So like, it's kind of like gradually and taking people to the water and letting them see, listen, this is a, you know, collaborate, collaboration is, a, is, a, is an important word here because, yeah. because it is a, is a great time for people like me. And I say like me, meaning a, a person who's inside the industry. Like an influencer. Yeah, right. So to really make, yeah. to make a difference where it counts. Right. And so that was, these are the kind of moves I'm trying to make as well too, which is why I did what I did with you because a lot of producers weren't putting up, gonna put out music. They weren't. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of them held back. Some artists didn't want to record. Then you know, then you know, it, you know, it, it's it's a lot behind the scenes. So um, that's another thing. Um, and then in terms of using your, your voice, so like you, you know, if you if you go on your social media platforms and these things and start to talk about these things, it creates conversation and creating conversation could have that dialogue where people you could start to affect change and you might inspire not even just the people that you, you might have in front of your face the obvious ones but a young artist who might you know what i want to listen to what ryan says and i want to do x and then you might see a whole new revolution of artists that may come you know there's a lot that can come out of this that hasn't even been revealed yet that's the truth yeah this is just the yeah, beginning exactly exactly so so that's what we talk about um um those opportunities that have not been identified mm -hmm. yeah um, and it's gonna come. So, like things that we're talking about, yeah, the corporate yeah. world, and and a lot of different, lot of different things that are just so gonna come out of this. Because so, so, don't get it but, twisted, people. There are people outside that are watching what we're doing. Of course, of course. And they're looking to see who yeah. is what. And the corporate world did look, and I'm telling you, they looked at the ones that that made stuff happen, and those are the ones they want to talk to now. So then, when you sit down, it, it must not be. I will wait for someone. What is the plan for you to? I like there's a term I use which is corporatization. Mm -hmm. So, one of the things which I is how do I corporatize her? And so, that, that's one of the challenges. Um, anyone else have a question? Um, Ken, if I may, sure. Hey, Kelly, yeah, what's coming on the line? Hi, um, I was wondering, and back to earlier in the interview when you were speaking about in 2019 having this conversation about the pandemics or mm -hmm. any worldwide disruption. Was there any skepticism amongst your team when you were brainstorming? Because, you know, usually Ken and I will talk about this issue of bias mm -hmm. when you're, you're brainstorming and you're coming up with these supposedly far-fetched ideas and to get the buy-in to really treat it, treat it seriously enough mm -hmm. when you're risking an event or trying to risk an operation. And did you encounter any of that when you're going about trying to risk your events? Um. No, uh, and I say that because, you know, just the way it came up and um, I, I sit around the table. I mean, Soka Brinoche is, 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 I sit amongst four other people, one of them being my mother, another being my sister, and then two of my, of my really close college friends that, that, you know, have significant strengths in different areas, right? Yeah. And we plan and, and, and make critical, critical decisions on, on, on everything to do with the event. And so when it came to that statement being made in the meeting, there wasn't pushback because you know the reality of it is is that it's, it was to me 
just as 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 you're talking about risk risk assessment, that was something that mm -hmm. you needed to understand. There is there is there are things to consider. Yeah. The world coming to a standstill. The fact that I am a critical factor, so like I have to keep that in mind. So so mm -hmm. I have to you know also preserve myself as well too. Um, and then like when we would like in the lead up to Soccer Brunoche, I remember we 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 actually thought it was like listen. One more week or two more weeks later, if kind of was two weeks later, that could have been a whole other story. Yeah. We Trinidad literally got away at the last moment before yeah. the world shut down completely. <laughs> so even it, so, so it just understanding that, and we made that decision actually, like when uh, again, you know, just behind the scenes, Jamaica was in denial about Jamaica not happening. And we and we told them it's like Jamaica is not gonna happen. We actually told them. <laughs> And they 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 really thought that it was gonna pull off. <laughs> so yeah, so yeah. It's, you know uh, an effort you know because we saw we, it, it was just obvious like listen this thing is getting rapidly worse, you know. Um, so no, I I didn't encounter any pushback from the team. The team actually we we agreed and we moved forward as a team and that was it. And you know there was and and so me as the significant risk taker. If it was anyone to push back, it would have been me. <laughs> <laughs> And I don't think I much of, they probably would not have gone against, um, gone yeah. against um, General Ryan. Anyone else have any questions or before we, we wrap up? Oh, hi, it's a pleasure to meet you, Ryan, as well. Hello. So I know that we didn't have carnival this year and mm -hmm. I'm looking at what if there's no carnival in 2022 in Trinidad. However, like what may have, what would have happened in Miami last week where there were still events and they would mm -hmm. have of, of yeah. the fact that we didn't have a carnival. Um, if you were to be called to to play at these quote unquote super spreader events, right? So say the the virus is not yet contained, however, people are still taking chances and it may hurt your brand, but it would make you money to play at these events because in one light they may see you as being irresponsible because mm -hmm. it's seen as a super spreader event, but then mm -hmm. another light, your team will be making money, you will be making money, etc. What what's gonna be my decision? Like that? Yeah. That's, yeah. that's that's an easy thing. One thing about me, my decisions are not driven by money. So so I'm driven by passion. So that's the first thing. So when you make money your primary, this is just me. I think when you make money your primary, um you know, metric to, for for a decision, you may be making a very reckless decision because you're 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 going after the wrong thing. I have not played at an event since Last Lap Tribe last year, and promoters, weddings, a lot of things have asked me, even people to fly out to Miami, to Atlanta, I've turned on all. Like even up to Memorial Weekend, things are coming up. They're asking me. My answer is no. <laughs> I, as a brand and as a person who, as I said um represent you know a lot of people and, and even a lot of people who may have um you know i can't encourage people to gather at an event <laughs> and 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 are there people and and the, and the government is not allowing those things yet yeah um yeah. so the answer is no i would not play at an event unless of course there is some sort of control mechanism let's say for example uh, for example if uh uh, a brand, Digicel is doing something and they're filming something and they need a DJ set and it's in a controlled environment. Yes. Would I play in a FET unless, of course, they allow the gatherings? No. 
Yeah. I, I can't do that. So, so, so even though there's money involved, yeah. I would, do, I would prefer to pre-record it. Yeah, good question, Anisha. So listen, I don't want to keep um, Ryan much longer than we planned, and we much went past the 45 minutes. That was so, fun, it was fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and so I want to thank you uh, for taking the opportunity to, to, to appear on Risk Unfiltered. Um, you know, spread the word. As I say when I lecture, go forth and multiply the information. Yes. Um, <laughs> and um, and we'll 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 do this again. Um, sure, for but sure. If you, you have um, so what was by way of feedback? Um, does this add value to to the folks in this space having this conversation and sharing this on our platforms? And when you get your copy, please feel free to share it on your platform. Yeah, for sure, um, for sure, yeah. I will. And, um, yeah, I do. I do think that these conversations are important. Um, mm -hmm. It's it, it's it's important for the industry um, to, to to have the different perspectives, not just mine but others, because you you right. have a lot of other people who do events, and you have to understand you know mine and uh, their, their mind and how they process. And there's no yeah. one blueprint to success you know everyone has their different brands and different blueprints so how they make their decisions yeah. um but it's it, it is good for people to get a, a a big picture of it and then they can then decipher and then create their own their own puzzle thank you sir okay, take care thanks right. a lot and we'll see you on the next risk unfiltered